Talk Radio 191FM podcast. Now, do I have an absolute treat today? I have Otis Mace, guitar ace, stylized, uh, has become a staple of the New Zealand creative pantheon, a singer, songwriter and poet. He has lived, worked and performed in the UK for much of his life, but moved back and forth to New Zealand until settling in Auckland in 2005. He has worked with multiple labels and acts to release a plethora of work that if you haven't already heard, I'd recommend looking it up. He has two upcoming shows in Little Old Dunedin tomorrow at Dee's Cafe at 8pm and another with uh, Dunedin poet David Eggleton and Robert Scott on Friday, 8pm at Dog With Two Tails. Otis, hello. Hello, hello. It's wonderful to have you on. You've come all the way from Auckland. Uh, yes, yes, it's good. I love coming down to Dunedin. It's a lovely place, eh? It's excellent, yeah. A wee pocket of culture down in the south, I reckon. It is, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I, uh, many years ago I used to um, do tours with David Eggleton and often we'd start the tour in Dunedin and... Um, I'd come down here a couple of days early just so I could have a look around and um, and check it out. It's, it seems to be very uh, a hot house of cultural um, activity, and uh, but uh, it's not really hot, of course. Uh, <laughs> a cool house, yeah. Cool house of cultural cool, yeah. I think that the cool often is conducive to the culture. I think in that. Yeah, capacity. there is that theory that oh, that so many bands come from Dunedin because it's a good way to stay warm with the amps keeping the practice room warm, you know. And stuff. <laughs> Yeah. True, and a lot of head thrashing for the more punk side, so you know, a bit of exercise as well. Yeah, not that? quite. Well, you, you've, you've mentioned David, uh, and you've collaborated with him quite a few times before. Most recently, I think, uh, was it a Kerouac effect? Y- yeah, that's right. There's a, there's a um, uh, annual event um, celebrating Jack Kerouac, uh, the beat poet and beat writer, um, his birthday uh, in uh, mid-March. And, um, and, and for, for about seven years now it's been running. The various poetry people put that on in Auckland. Um, Shane Hollands started it off. And in this case, David happened to be up in um, Auckland for um, some literary function and was able to... And so we, we did a whole a little set at the Kerouac Effect. It went really well. It was great. Yeah. Oh, and cool. and, and the, 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 the format of the thing was... Um, just short sets by one poet and one musician sort of paired up, you know, sort of, so that the poetry has a musical backing or mm. a musical kind of bit. Yeah. I like that. And I, I, I was actually going to ask because some people might be unfamiliar with the concept of um, like performance poetry in that capacity. How would the dynamic, or how would you say the dynamic between you guys has evolved since? Because you've been work performing together for like twenty odd years, has it been? Yeah, on and off. Well, it 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 did evolve um, uh, really um, uh, quite well, really. It, it sort of and when I first started working with David, there was another good songwriter um, with us as well, uh, Gavin Buxton, and uh, the three of us used to perform. And it's good for the variety point of view because it wasn't all just musical backing for performance poetry. We mm. did songs and we could do instrumental bits in between as well so that people had variety. But um, the um, the idea is that you... Um, you know, like sort of. Uh, I've always liked poetry, but I like. I don't really like reading poetry. I like listening to poetry performed. Mm. And so, um, the idea with putting music to it is you have some sort of like sound effects or backing or something that goes with it. In in our case, it was tended to be quite folky sounding acoustic kind of um, riffs and and chord sequences. And uh, David's poetry has sort of developed over the years. He's kind of branched off into uh, more social surrealist type of ideas and things like that. But I've always liked these um, very uh, good... He used to call himself the Mad Kiwi Ranter, so it's a ranting (laughs) style of poetry. But um, very good delivery, um, excellent uh, diction, you know, people can understand it. And that's what happened at the Kerouac Effect this year too. People really responded to it, you know, they sort of got... Out of a, a barrage of images, um, and some mm. of them quite tongue twisters, 
you know, people actually responded and got the ideas of, of the poetry, and I was sort of noodling away doing music in the background. It's great, yeah. But that is awesome. And you mentioned, you know, sort of like the sort of more folk sort of style behind it. But your own work's been very, re- sorry, very varied over the last or over your career. You've done sort of more punkish stuff with brass accompaniment, and you've also been doing some like Celtic stuff. And you've you've done pretty much everything. What's your favourite type of music to perform? Would you say what's the one that really the music style that really does it for you? Well, it's it's I, my tastes are pretty Catholic, really. You know, it's sort of um, it's uh, <laughs> it, I, I started getting interested in performing um, at the end of the punk era. You know in the uh, early 80s and um and then my bands tended to be louder but um even even then there was occasionally that I'd just come up with something and I think oh it'd be great to have a sort of a country styled song in there and so we started to sound a bit more like the the violent femmes kind of idea where there was kind of a driving beat but um a slightly folkier country kind of tinge to it and mm. um and I guess my writings developed over over the years or changed um but um Usually, if I don't have any inspiration, I just go to someone else's songwriting that I like, and I try learning their songs, you know, and sort of by osmosis, the ideas that they use come through to my work writing as well. You know, it comes out in my own writing, so that's that's really, um, you know, like uh, there's uh, uh, for comedy, there's an American songwriter called Jonathan Colton. I think mm. he's from New York, and he's got a very funny song called Skull Crusher Mountain, which I when I heard it, I had to learn it. Really amazing melody. It could almost be a 70s TV theme song. <laughs> it has quite complicated chords, and I couldn't sing it in the same. I had to capo it up and couldn't sing it quite in the same key as him, but um, changed the key. And Skullcrusher Mountain, very funny song. And then there's another New York artist called Stephen Merritt. Um, he has a band called Magnetic Fields, and um, I've got a lot of inspiration from them. They, he, he, Stephen Merritt writes beautiful melodies and has a really good ear, almost harking back to uh, the brill-building days of the songwriting in the 50s in America where um, mm. songs had proper verses and proper choruses and a bridge and, and a really sort of um, uh, beautiful melodic arcs, you know. That's the sort of thing I'm after um, in my own writing, trying to get that anyway, mm. striving to it, yeah. So is that what we can expect for your two upcoming shows? Yes, indeed, yeah. Well, uh, the, the one on Friday, um, we'll be doing... Um, uh, Robert Scott will be playing some solo songs acoustically, and then at, at the end of the night, he's with his band, um, joined by his band, so there's going to... The, and in between, I'll be doing a solo set, and also I'll be joined by David Eggleton on harmonica for a couple of songs, and... Um, David and I will perform together. I'll be playing the music for his poetry, and he'll be doing a solo poetry set as well. Um, and and luckily, um, from Auckland, uh, my bass player and my band up in Auckland has just moved down here, and so he's fixed me up. We'll be sharing the same drummer as Robert Scott's band, um, uh, Heath, uh, this chap Heath who lives down here, and um, we're just having a practice tonight, and so there'll be a set with the three three piece of us. But I've only got my acoustic guitar. I'll be playing acoustic guitar for this mm. these gigs, and. Um, and I'll be playing my newer songs and might throw in a few old ones. Um, I haven't quite settled on the set list yet, but um, the, the, the ones played with the band will sound a bit rockier and sort of um, indie folk pop type of thing or something like that. And the solo ones are sound a bit folkier, I guess, yeah. Mm. That's awesome. And then um, at your uh, dog, sorry, at your um, Dee's Cafe show, you're performing with um, Daryl Baser and Maxine Funk. Yes, that's yeah. right. Have yeah. you played with them before, or is this the first um, time for you? Uh, yeah, well, uh, it's, we'll be doing solo sets, but um, but uh, I've I've known Daryl for quite a few years and um, performed on the same stage as him. He came up to Auckland actually uh, to play um, uh, one gig that we had at the Thirsty Dog. 
Mm-hmm. And um, and he played with me about a year and a half ago at the Dog with Two Tails um, uh, as well. So I was sort of familiar with his material. Max Maxine Funk. Um, I'm not. I haven't met her, but she's a recommendation from Jay Clarkson. Um, and Jay is a fl- an old flying nun um, artist from way back, mm. and um, she couldn't do the gig, but she recommended Maxine. And then when I got in touch with her by email, she Maxine said, "Oh, yeah, I went to Wellington and I opened for Kurt Vile in Wellington. Wow. So, so that's pretty good." Um, she she said that was really fun, and so I'm I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing her original material too. It should be great, and she's got a few a new EP out apparently, so that's good. That is. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So. You got two shows coming up. You got yep. one tomorrow, and you got one on Friday. That's very right. exciting stuff. You could easily go to both. I mean, I'm not saying you should, but I think it's very easy, and it's you know, if anything, it's rude not to at this point to go to both after hearing what's on offer. That's uh, right. Last yeah. question of the day is always, of course, do you have a request? Oh yeah. Now let me think. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I think uh, seeing as Robert Scott is joining us for the Friday gig, and he used to be in the Clean years ago and there's a there's a song of theirs that i really liked called beatnik and uh, especially to do with beat poetry and beatniks um was harking back to the 50s and that sort of thing in america i like the idea of beatniks um and so that's the request can you play beatnik i can definitely do that thank you so much for coming in and having a chat with us today thank you yeah no no worries otis mace is performing thursday and friday thursday at d's cafe and friday at dog with two tails both at 8 p.m be there or be square This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.